It's Monday, the 12th of ER. 5773 Tufshin Ayn Gimel. We're coming to you live from the headquarters of Ariel Tours in New York. I'm Mayor Weingarten. Welcome to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network.
Tony Genut off of the album Ot Ot. That was Bowie Vishalom. <clears throat> this is Mayor Weingarten. You're tuned to the Israel Show, and yes, I have a very bad cold, and you can hear it. Hopefully, it's not too bad. Hopefully, we'll make it through this show rather easily. Um, we are here every Monday at 9 o'clock Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Israel Time, following JM in the AM. On the Israel Show, we bring you one hour of great Israeli music and lots of other features, news from Israel, and uh, other segments that we do on a regular basis. Our Facebook page is facebook.com slash The Israel Show, and we post to our Facebook page when we are broadcasting live. We post all kinds of stuff, but mainly links to clips that we play on the show. So if you like a song and you want to see the video clip of it, usually on YouTube, get onto our Facebook page. You can click like the Facebook page so that you get updated all the time and uh, you'll see that stuff there. This show, The Israel Show, is rebroadcast on Wednesday afternoons at 3 p.m. every week, but you don't really need to uh, worry about when it's rebroadcast because you can just go to nachumsiegel.org, click on the show's archives, Listen to the show whenever you like. Um, lots of people have been asking me because of my being in the Travel to Israel business with Ariel Tours, uh, asking me about the strike, the El Al strike, the Ben Gurion Airport strike. So, I'll try and give you a brief synopsis of what's going on. The government of Israel decided to uh, pass a uh, policy, a law, resolution, which allows what's called open skies, free competition amongst the European airlines and the Israeli airlines. And this is something that will hurt the Israeli airlines a lot for a lot of different reasons. We don't have to get into the technicalities. There's no question that El Al will suffer dramatically, as will Arkia and Yisrael, the smaller Israeli airlines. And uh, with El Al being in a difficult financial position, as is, and having a lot of disadvantages to it, for example, the huge security costs that El Al carries, and another example, that El Al is unable, in many cases, to join some of the world airline alliances because the Arab countries who are part of those alliances won't allow it. So El Al has a lot of difficulties and finds itself oftentimes alone in a corner. And until now, the government of Israel would protect it in different ways. Now the government is basically saying, open skies, let any airline come and go as they wish, which means the competition from European carriers will be great, and that will hurt El Al. The flip side is, the reason the government is doing this, is that it will probably lower the prices of flights to and from Israel because there will be a greater supply, supply and demand issue, and therefore the prices will go down. As a result, the three Israeli airlines, El Al, Arkia, and Yisrael, announced a strike yesterday, and they announced that they will be on strike for uh, an indefinite amount of time. In solidarity with the Israeli airlines, the Histadrut, that can never miss an opportunity for a good strike, decided to go on a solidarity strike uh, starting tomorrow, where they say they will close the airport. So in that way, the other airlines can't come in and out. People were saying, okay, if El Al is shutting down, we'll go in on some other airline. <coughs> Excuse me. I need a cough button on this uh, machine. Um, so the uh, the um, Histadrut decided that they're going to close the airport. By doing so, they will not allow any flights in and out. It'll be for only part of the day, for only uh, several hours. By law, that's what they're limited to, several hours during the day tomorrow. And in general... It is a balagan. It is a chaotic situation. If you are planning to fly into Israel or out of Israel over the next few days, I would recommend that, one, you um, get yourself hooked into the El Al Facebook page. Yes, because a lot, a lot of 
updates are um, transmitted through the LL Facebook page. You can also check the LL website, LL.com, where they uh, uh, update uh, their flight information, although that is sometimes very, very fluid, and uh, they'll announce at one point that a certain flight is canceled, and then a few hours later they'll announce that it's going. Very, very difficult situation, um, putting a lot of stress on the travelers. Sometimes one wonders what they think they will gain by doing this. Will the government actually change its mind? Probably not, but maybe they will give El Al and Yisrael and Arkia some benefits, monetary benefits, which they wouldn't get otherwise. There you go, there you have it. Try to do it in the shortest brief and succinct succinct as way as possible here on the Israel show we're going to go to La Kat Alma again this is a sphere format <clears throat> where we're playing slow and inspirational music La Kat Alma with Abba Yakar my name is Mayor Weingarten you're tuned live to the Israel show on the Nachum Siegel Network <laughs> and great music from Lahakat Alma Abayakar and in this case Abayakar is by the way referring to the one above 
our Father in Heaven. Um, some of you might know that I uh, occasionally am invited to um, appear on the Mike Gallagher Show. It's a nationally syndicated radio show hosted by, appropriately, Mike Gallagher, who's uh, become a great friend over the past 15 years. He is an amazing advocate on behalf of Israel and uh, really is on the right side of the issues. And it's a great pleasure to have him as a friend and to uh, be invited to join him on his show every once in a while. This past week, after the Boston bombing, Mike Gallagher invited me to join him on his show to discuss the difference between Israel and America and how we treat terror attacks. And so I figured, hey, why not share this interview with listeners of The Israel Show? So this is a uh, approximately nine minutes recording, unedited, of the interview that I did this past Tuesday. It was Yom Mode actually, this past Tuesday, on the nationally syndicated Mike Gallagher Show. Continuing the Mike Gallagher Show, one of uh, my enduring friendships over the years has been with the president of Ariel Tours of New York. Mayor Weingarten was my host uh, for a trip that I took to Israel many years ago. I've invited Mayor on the radio show many times over the years to help me understand some of the issues in the Middle East, and particularly in Israel, uh, for which he has an uncanny, uncanny ability to talk about some of these issues in layman's terms. Hey, Mayor, how have you been? Hey, Mike. Well, saddened, obviously, and our prayers are with the wounded and the families of of those who perished. You bet, you bet. You know, Mayor, I've been trying to, to, I've been going back in my mind to that time when when we visited Israel and I got to see that special, amazing, holy place. And I watched, I keep telling the story of watching the police. They spotted a suspicious package in an open-air mall. I think it was in the old city. I don't remember exactly where it was. Maybe you do. But they saw a package, and they cleared out the area very temporarily, brought in a robot with a, you know, and, and detonated the package, swept up the, the, the mess, and everybody went about their business like it didn't happen. Uh, that's sort of a way of life in Israel, uh, I, I think it must be said. I'm not trying to paint a picture that it's horribly unsafe. I don't think it is, but yet... Dealing with the kinds of bombs that went off yesterday in Boston, that's kind of commonplace, is it not, in in, a, in Israel? Well, uh, first of all, thankfully, over the last few years, not. But surely, over the past 65 years, and today, by the way, we celebrate Israel's 65th Independence Day. Wow. Um, uh, over the past 65 years, it has been. And I do remember the case. It was in the outdoor uh, mall, the Ben Yehuda Mall. It was actually in the new city. And... That's one of the things that that um, I, I think is different about Israel. There is an awareness. There cannot be an unattended package or a knapsack. It just, or, it just doesn't happen it, there, it right? Won't, it wouldn't sit there for more than a minute when somebody would start saying, whose package is this? Whose right. package? And, and, and if a minute went by and nobody claimed the package, they would call the police and they would come down there with the robot. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I can't tell. But if... If at, in the Boston Marathon or anywhere in the United States, somebody would see a package, it could be a knapsack or a briefcase, just sitting somewhere, would there be that kind of awareness, that instinctive awareness of saying, wait a minute, whose package is that? What's it doing? There? And, and to be clear, when I watched them blow up this, this, this bag at the, at the mall in the new city, it, 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 it was, I don't even think it was explosive. It, was, it wasn't a bomb. It, it wasn't was a, bomb, a bomb, but, but they weren't going to take any chances. That's right. They blew it up, they swept it up, and everybody went about their business. I mean, Phil Boyce and I are standing there with you and like, oh my goodness, what was that? And yet, to, to, to Israelis, that, that's just, that's just a day in the life. And, and I'll tell you, it's, I think there's another, there's another element to it. Because even in the case, in the, tra- in the hor- horrific case, where there is an explosion and people are killed, even then, it is cleaned up within a, probably 20 minutes to a half hour, the area is cleaned up, and life goes back to normal. Right. There's no feeling. I mean, I understand that in Boston they're telling people not to go out, not to go. I think they cancel some of the sporting events right. or whatever. 
That doesn't happen in Israel because, in a sense, that is what the terrorists want to accomplish. They want to change our lives. They want us to live in fear. They don't want our lives to go back to normal, and we can't capitulate to that. All right, so so besides the proactive nature of the ordinary citizen who sees a package in Israel and immediately alerts the police and, and they take very strong proactive measures, what else is different, Mayor, in a city like Jerusalem from, say, a city like New York? What, what day to day? Right. What's different? Right. First of all, there is something that is politically incorrect here in America, but in Israel happens all the time, and it's called profiling. Yep. yep. And and that has to happen. If 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 our cops or our TSA people are going to be busy all day taking off shoes of eighty five year old women <laughs> who are going into a plane, right. they're not going to have the time to focus on the real thing. I mean, the the, the key is to look for the bomber, not the bomb. Right, so so if you see a guy in a TSA line at JFK or LaGuardia or Dallas-Fort Worth or Cleveland who's, you know, maybe wearing a turban, maybe he's got a beard, he, 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 his name is Mohammed or Ahmed or Abdul, maybe he's sweating, maybe he's nervous, maybe he's looking around. I mean, there there is a police tactic, as you, as you say, of profiling. There is a law enforcement tool that says this guy looks like he could be possibly up to no good, and yet we seem loath to do that. We don't want to follow right. that path. And, and and let's not waste our time with the people who are not it. We, know, know, yeah, we know the 85-year-old grandmother in a wheelchair is likely not going to be a terror suspect. She, right. She doesn't have a bomb in her shoe. Don't waste the TSA time. Focus. I mean, you have a, a finite amount of time. Focus it on where the focus needs to be put. Well, I'm, all, I'm always fascinated by El Al Airlines. That's what we flew over to Israel and back. There's never been an incident on El Al, right? Ever. Almost never. Yes. Almost never. I mean, I've never not, not in decades and decades and decades. I mean, there's just I mean, you, you think about 9/11, you think about uh, right. hijackings that we've had in right. the United States, and all these terrible incidents. They don't have it now. Why? Why is El Al so safe compared yes, to you, us? You, Right. Look, there's a lot of things that happen there. There are guards, there are security people on every flight, on every single flight, armed security people. But but putting all that aside for a second, what we're, the profiling that we were talking about, and, and you experienced, I think, every person that goes to check in at El Al is interviewed. Right. And the interview could take 15 seconds, or it could take an hour. Right. right. They, they're trained, they're really high-level people that are trained to interview you and make a decision whether they have to waste more time on you or spend more time on you, or they can just let you go and you're not an issue. I've often wondered about this. Can a Palestinian, does a Palestinian get on an El Al flight? They, they can. It, mostly they choose to travel with other airlines, but they absolutely can. And, if and they, they, and if they, they probably will get, you know, they'll, they'll get a uh, longer treatment at the security check. In other words, they will be scrutinized. In other words, they will be profiled. It's correct, and it's not only a Palestinian, by the way. If somebody's coming uh, and he only has a one-way ticket and uh, they'll say, let us see your itinerary, who are you going to meet, where are you, go where are you staying, let me see your hotel that. I mean, they've developed this, and when they're done, by the way, if they still think, they'll send out another guy and ask the same questions wow. and see how he ends it. See, there are a lot yeah. of techniques that you got to do, but you, first of all, you got to know that whatever technique you're going to use, you got to focus on the right people and right. not waste your time on the wrong people. Mayor Weingarten, do you think in the aftermath of what happened yesterday in Boston, do you think we there are steps we need to take in the United States that that mirror some of the steps that Israel has taken for decades. Do you think we will start to 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 wise up a little bit when it comes to security? I hope so. I and I hope we already are. And I'll tell you what the first step is. The first step is to acknowledge that it's terror. Right. Uh, you know, Thank a devastating you. earthquake <laughs> is a tragedy. A tsunami is a tragedy. Thank you. A bomb with the intent of killing others is terrorism. Thank you. Thank you. And if and we don't acknowledge that, then that, then we're, we're never going to get anywhere. Yeah, Israel but... understands and acknowledges that, and therefore knows that they have to take steps to thwart it. And that mm. means a lot of human intelligence, by the way, very important human intelligence, infiltrating the terror cells and all, all that. But you, you've got to know what you're up against. Right, no kidding. I mean, but brace yourself because you've just committed an act of heresy to a lot of Obama supporters who get very angry at people like you or me who are frustrated that our president yesterday failed to use the word terror or terrorism in any way, shape, or form. 
You know, I'll tell you something. My father always said to me, there are two types of Jews. The dead Jews, and they're very popular, or the live Jews who fight back, and they're not so popular. <laughs> but they're alive. But they're alive. Huh. I, I'd rather be alive and not popular. I'll bring on the criticism. <laughs> I may, I may adopt that as my motto. That, okay. that may be my moniker. Mayor Weingard, it's always great visiting with you. Keep up the good... Thank you, Mike. Thank you, too. Mayor Weingard from Ariel Tours, uh, one of the nation's great uh, tour, one of the largest uh, tour agencies that brings people over to Israel and back. Um, and Mayor is a, a good friend and has an ability to speak with great clarity and wisdom. And we always appreciate our visits uh, with Mayor Weingarten here on the Mike Gallagher Show. And there you have it. That is um, a recording unedited of uh, my interview on the Mike Gallagher Show. Just said it. We say it as it is and as we see it. And if you'd like to um, visit Mike's uh, website, it's MikeOnline.com, MikeOnline.com. You can get information about where you can hear his show. He is broadcast all over the country throughout the United States on many hundreds of radio stations and his show is in the top 15 I believe top 15 um, most popular talk shows in the United States of America my name is Mayor Weingarten you're tuned to the Israel show on the Nahum Siegel Network here is Libby Penker I think she's in 6th or 7th grade she's one of those phenoms that is being discovered on uh, one of the Israel re- reality shows. This one is called uh, Beit Sefer La Musica, and the song is Tefilati. <laughs> Lived not
Israeli girl who uh, participated in the Beit Sefer Lemusica reality show in Israel and is doing amazingly well. And that was Tefilati. My name is Mayor Wangart and you're tuned to the Israel show on the Nachum Siegel Network. Uh, if I sound a little coldish and um, uh, <coughs> it's because I am and I apologize. I have a bad cold. But hopefully that won't take away from the enjoyment of the show. Uh, a couple of quick things. First of all, the Maccabees. If you're a fan of the Maccabees like I am, you want to hear about this. The Maccabees this morning released a brand new video. This is uh, the first time that they've released an animated video. And it's called Smart Ways to Live. The Maccabees Smart Ways to Live. Just go to YouTube and type in the Maccabees, you'll find it. Their channel is Maccabees Videos, but if you just type in Maccabees Smart Ways to Live, you'll find it. Another very interesting um, issue that has come up this year in particular, that um, Lagba Omer is on Motzei Shabbat. And when Lagba Omer is on Motzei Shabbat, besides certain halachot which kick in, for example, that you can... Those who are not shaving during Sphere, you can shave, and everybody can take a haircut already on Friday, the Chot Shabbat. But um, over the past few years in Israel, an issue has come up, which uh, is dividing some of the rabbinic authorities. And here it is. If, in fact, you stick to the custom of lighting the bonfire at Meiron, this big bonfire, which is a rather late custom, by the way. Um, if you stick to doing that on Saturday night, and the hundreds of thousands of people who come will have to make their way over there on Saturday night, and unfortunately, on some ca- in some cases, on Saturday itself, on Shabbat, you will be causing Chilul Shabbat, desecration of Shabbat, for thousands, if not tens of thousands of people. The police, the people who are in charge of the roads, the bus drivers, all the, all, all, all the mechanism that it, it takes to have the crowd control of the hundreds of thousands of people who go up there. And so a few years ago, the attempt was made to convince the rabbis who are in charge of the, what they call the hadlaka, the lighting of the bonfire, to change the timing and to do it on Sunday during the day in order not to create Chilul Shabbat. And shockingly, there was a refusal, meaning the rabbi said, no, it has to be done on Saturday night, and it's going to be done on Saturday night. Interestingly, the secular state of Israel has, over the past uh, several years, officially accepted the ruling that if Yom HaZikaron, or Yom HaShoah, would come out on Motzei Shabbat, the day will officially be switched to, uh, it would be a nidcha, it would be pushed over by one day and made on Monday, so that Chilul Shabbat could be avoided, so that people would not have to prepare 
for the ceremonies that would take place on Saturday night. So it is almost ironic that the secular state of Israel has agreed to change its official days, the Yom HaShoah, Yom HaZikaron, Memorial Day, which then affects Yom HaTzmod, Israel Independence Day. Israel Independence Day ends up being celebrated a day later in order to avoid Chilul Shabbat, and yet Lag Ba'omer, which is a minhag, it's a custom, it's surely not a Oraita, it's not in the Torah, it's not even Midrabanan, yet you find way too many people who will not be willing to make the changes necessary in order to avoid Chilul Shabbat. People who, for example, when it comes to airlines flying on Shabbat or other Chilul Shabbat, are very vociferous about the uh, their concern for Chilul Shabbat. So I, I find that very puzzling, very interesting and very puzzling. Um, we're going to go to a really nice song by Ariel Horowitz called Rakafot Ben Haslaim. Um, Rakefet is a flower that is found in Israel. It's called in English, it's called a cyclamen. I don't know if we know what that means, us city slickers. It's a very beautiful flower, and it grows with usually within rocks and boulders, and sort of like peaks its, pokes its head out. Um, and in this song, Ariel Horowitz, who, by the way, is the son of Naomi Shemer, first describes all those things that you can see in Israel that might be negative. Ben Hatzfigot Bakfish, the cars honking. Lerichovot Hamaluch Lachlim, the filthy streets. Ben Mishpachot Hapesha, the mafia families. The Televizia Hashitrit, the reality television. And yet, Kemora Kafot Ben Haslaim, just like the Rakefet, pokes its head out in between the stones. Hapanim Hayafim Shel Haaretz Mitrabim, the beautiful faces of Israel, the positive faces of Israel, they are hidden. And where do they come out? When the state suddenly needs that somebody should lie, should crouch in the mud, in a trench, meaning when the army calls, when duty calls. You won't believe how they suddenly appear. Just like the Rakefet does between the crevices of the rocks. Ariel Horowitz Rakafot Ben Aslim, very, very beautiful and meaningful song for this Sphira edition of the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. My name is Mayor Weingarten. Thank you so much for tuning in, making us a part of your day, wherever you are and whenever you're listening. We're going to post a link to Rakafot Ben Haslim, as we did for some of the other songs, on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash the Israel Show. Please. Take a look, give a like, and have a listen. בין משפחות הפשע לטלוויזיה השטחית כמו רקפות בין הסלעים הפנים היפים של הארץ מתחבים בין מה שבדרך כלל קוראים בעיתון כמו רקפות בין הסלעים הפנים היפים של הארץ מתחבים וכשהיא Ben Adgalim, Aktumim, Lachulza, Kula, 
בין שוק הפשפשים לקריית הממשלה. כמו רקפות בין הסלעים, הפנים היפים של הארץ מתחבאים. וכשהיא לפתע צריכה, שמישהו ישכב בבוץ בתוך שוחה. בין מגדלי הפר למרכז הקליטה, בין פועלים זרים בשדות החיטה הפנים היפים של הארץ מתחבאים וכשהיא לפתע צריכה שמישהו ישכב בבוץ בתוך שוחה אריאל הורוויץ with רקפות בן הסלעים. Here on the Israel show, on the Nachum Siegel Network, uh, every Yom HaTzma'ot this past week we celebrated the 65th anniversary of the State of Israel. Wow, wow, amazing, miraculous. Every Yom HaTzma'ot There is a um, international Bible contest for youth, meaning um, kids uh, in high school up till uh, 12th grade, I believe. And every year I am astounded anew by the ability of these young men and women, by the way, from all over the world, some of whom are not even fluent in Hebrew, to master Tanakh. And, quite frankly, I find myself very embarrassed. Uh... This year, for the first time in many years, um, the American, uh, one of the American competitors, his name is Ishai Eisenberg, actually won. Well, it was a tie, but um, tie means he came in first, together with another guy who came in first. So, uh, congratulations, Ishai Eisenberg. He's from this tri-state area, lives, I understand, in Passaic, New Jersey, and uh, goes to uh, MTA up in uh, Washington Heights. It's the high school associated with Yeshiva University. Now, I want to share with you uh, an audio clip from the Chidon, where Yishai Eisenberg is um, in, I think this is the second round. And what, what happens in the second round is they have several different types of questions. First, you'll hear the MC, Dr. Avshalom Kor, who, uh, if you listen to the show, you know his name because he is the inspiration for our Meir Milim segment, which will return next week. Uh, uh, Dr. Avshalom Kor will introduce Isha Eisenberg from the United States. And then the first thing they need to do is they need to identify a book of the Tanakh, and they're given... <clears throat> excuse me, a maximum of three hints, three clues. Obviously, if they identify the book based only on the first clue, they get more points, and then they can, if they can't identify it on the first clue, they say, okay, give me another hint, they give a second clue, and so forth, up to three clues. It's very hard to identify the book based on the first clue, because it's very vague, obviously, and that's why you get more points. <clears throat> that's the first thing that Yushay Eisenberg does. He will identify the book after the first clue without needing any other hints. <clears throat> Then there is 
Wow. Excuse me. I have a cold and this is really getting to me. So I'm going to take a sip of some hot coffee and hopefully it'll help. <clears throat> then they have what's called a speed round. And um, they get 60 seconds to answer five questions. Now, we'll pause before that part and we'll um, cl- clue you in to what to listen for. Here's the first part. The um, introduction of Yishai Eisenberg and then his um, identifying the book from the Tanakh that is being hinted to. Yishai Eisenberg, Marzot Abrit. The comments were the first one. You need to know the first one to know the name of the book from the Tanakh. In this case, you have 25 seconds. בעשירי, בחמישה לחודש. כוונה למעשה החודש העשירי. יחזקאל. יפה. זיהה כבר בניסיון הראשון את שם הספר. They didn't even finish asking the question. He was still talking. MC Shalom Kor, who was asking the question, he was still talking. Yishai Eisenberg uh, spit out the answer. Now the next round is the speed round, where they have these, uh, where they have 60 seconds to answer five questions. Now, what you, what you should try and listen for here is this. Shalom Kor is asking the question. Yishai Eisenberg, almost every single case in these five questions, answers the question before... Avshalom Kor finishes asking it. And Avshalom Kor, the MC, continues reading the question. In the meantime, the judge, you know, there's like a bell, and the judge says, Nahon, correct, and go on. And in some cases, the question is still being asked after it's been answered and already scored. I found that amazing. The speed with which he was answering, the confidence, is just amazing. So here it is. I share it with you, and I hope you enjoy it as much as I. יורו משפטיך ליעקב ותורתך לישראל, נזכר בברכת משה, לשבת לוי. נכון. מי אמר, היה חטל לישראל, יפרח כשושנה ויחשר עזרת לבנון. נכון. מי הכרית ענקים מן חברון, יהושע. מן ענב מכל הר יהודה. מאיזה הר כרתו אבימלך ואנשים רצים. נכון. על מי נאמר, גם הערביים מביאים לו צאן. אלים, שבעת אלפים. נכון. נושאים נקודות. It's amazing. It's just amazing. Uh, Thank God we have young men and women like that who who have mastered Tanakh in in, in such an amazing way. By the way, at the end, Avshalom Kor, who is very, very punny and um, loves uh, uh, using puns in, in all his work. You know, in Israel... There's an expression when something is really good. They say, wow, Zema Mash America. It's as if to say, you know, th- this isn't just like some Israeli thing. This is, this is like America. So, uh, at the end, you uh, hear Avshalom Kor saying to, um, Yishai Eisenberg, you are in fact the representative of the United States, but Avalatama Mash America. <laughs> Which is very cute. Yishai Eisenberg, I salute you. We all salute you. You uh, are our hero, and we hope that you continue to grow and to be a tremendous inspiration to your family, to your teachers, and to the people of Israel. Um, one of the things we did on Yomatz Ma'ur at J- over at JM and the AM is uh, we introduced a tefillah Tfilat Al Hanisim for Yom Atzmut, which was written by the Bible scholar Amos Chacham. In fact, uh, Amos Chacham became famous because he was the winner of the first Bible contest in 1958. That Bible contest was not only for youth; it was also it was actually only, I think, for adults. And uh, Amos Chacham was an uh, unknown person. Um, from a very um, poor family. He, in fact, had to borrow a suit from somebody in order to be able to come and present himself at the uh, at the competition. But from that the day on, he became very famous in Israel, became uh, very popular, and went on to uh, be the author of most of the pirush, uh, uh, of the Da'at Mikra set, of, uh, of Tanakh. It's an amazing set. It's in Hebrew, so you have to know Hebrew to enjoy it. But 
Um, it's called Da'at Mikra. It's uh, all of Tanakh, and Amos Chacham has done most of that. Amos Chacham died uh, this past year. Before his death, he just before his death, actually, he wrote a beautiful Al-Hanisim appropriate for um, Yom Atzmot, especially for Yom Atzmot. And um, we introduced it on Tuesday on JM and the AM. Since then, on Friday, it actually appeared in a column in uh, Yidiot Achronot. So we were ahead of our time. We'll read it for you here in Hebrew. And... Um, Hope that it is inspiration to you. We posted the text uh, on the Facebook page earlier in the week. If you want to look for it, if you don't find it and you want us to send it to you so you can have it for your shul, maybe for next year for Yom Ha'atzma'ut or for yourself, you can send us an email, mayor at nachomsegel.com or um, you can just post on Facebook page and we'll set it up. So this is the Alan Isim written just before his death, by Amos Chacham, for Yom Atzmot. Al hanisim ve'al ha-purkan ve'al ha-givurot ve'al ha-milchamot ve'al ha-teshuot ve'al ha-niflaot sh'asita la'amcha bayamim ha-hem bazman ha-zeh. Bayamim asher she'irit pleitat Yisrael am sridei cherev ha-tsar ve'ha-oyev matzam ha-noach ba'aretz asher nishbata la'avotenu la'tet lanu v'nosfu al b'nei Yisrael ha-yoshvim sham milafanim yachad כולם ביקשו לפרוק מעליהם אול מלכות זדון השולטת בארץ ולייסד את מדינת ישראל. אז נועצו יחדיו בני ישמעאל, יושבי הארץ והארצות אשר מסביב לה, ואמרו, קומו ונקום על המלחמה ונכחיד את ישראל ואת מדינתו ולא ייזכר שם ישראל עוד. ואתה ברחמך הרבים הפרת את עצתם וקלקלת את מחשבתם ועמדת לבניך בעת צרתם ונתת לבניך עצה וגבורה למלחמה באויביהם וניצחום והיכו בהם מכה גדולה וגרשו מגבול ישראל ועשית לעמך תשועה גדולה ולך עשית שם גדול וקדוש בעלמך. על כן קיימו וקיבלו עליהם בני ישראל לעשות את יום חמישה לחודש השני הוא חודש אייר, ליום שמחה והלל והודיה, וכשם שעשית עמנו את התשועה הזאת, כן תוסיף להושיענו ותגלנו גאולה שלמה, ונודה לשמך הגדול, סלע. That's the Al-Hanisim, written by Amos Chacham. If you want a copy of it, we'll be happy to send it to you. Uh, send us an email or... Post on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash The Israel Show, and um, we'll be happy to share that with you. We'll end things off with uh, one of our favorites, Yonatan Razel, off of his album, his latest album, Ben Hatzlilim. This is Katonti, uh, very popular in Israel and became a major hit in Israel during the uh, operation. What was it? Amudanan, during Operation Amudanan in, uh, in Gaza. Uh, we'll end off with that and we thank you so much for listening, for tuning in, making us a part of your day. Thanks to all uh, of you who are on our Facebook page. Thank you for your Facebook likes and your comments. Please, please, please ask your friends, neighbors, cousins, aunts, uncles, anybody else who might be interested in this type of programming. Ask them to join our Facebook page and like it. Not just like the post, but like the page, facebook.com slash The Israel Show. My thanks to the staff of the Nachum Siegel Network, and my very special thanks, as always, to Nachum Siegel. Until next Monday, following JM... Oh, no, that's not true. I'll be on JM in the AM, filling in for Nachum this coming Thursday. Um, you can tune into that, of course, at uh, 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM up in the Catskills. 91.9, I believe, up in the Muncie area, around the world at jmdm.org. So I'll be filling in for Nachum, and we'll be doing lots of uh, Israeli music as well, slow and inspirational for the Sphira format. And until next Monday, following JM and the AM, this is Mayor Weingarten reminding you that nice guys do not finish last. They're just running in a different race. <laughs>